Hello. Yo, hey man, can can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Am I good for you? Yeah, yeah, all good, man. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think levels are fine. Dope. Appreciate your time, man. Sorry for the delay. Dude, no worries, man. I was also super delayed, so it's all good. You know, things tend to work out that way, so. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Well, word, man. How have you been? Pretty good, man. Um, it's been it's been a while, man. Not super busy, I guess, being like locked in all day. But um, yeah, pretty good. Just playing a lot of games and trying to make some music. Are you um actually going out and playing live? Um, I DJ like last weekend at um Harlem, and that was the first time I played this year. I think yeah, it was the first time I played this year. Uh, sorry, what you you were breaking up a little bit? What'd you say? Oh, sorry, man. Uh, I played this year so like probably about six months ago was the last time i played any shows okay uh hello oh yo yo sorry man is it is the audio not so good yeah my bad i think it was on my end but it's all good now um so what have you been doing you know during that time Man, I've been working from home a lot. Uh, Word. For for just my like uh, part time job, and then um, just making music and playing games. Man, I've had so many video games that I've been trying to get through for a while that it's been <laughs> a good chance to like do that. And then, uh, hey man, that's pretty much it. Reading a lot of comics too. It's been a pretty good time to 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 go through some old stuff. Dope. That's the life. Yeah, for sure, man. Well, I guess first, uh, what are you playing? Right now, I'm playing the new uh, Yakuza, Yakuza Seven, like uh, a dragon. Okay, that's the yeah. It's pretty good. RPG one. Yeah, it's the RPG one. It's pretty funny. Man. It's like a, it's like a typical Dragon Quest or like, uh, Final Fantasy, but the dungeons is like the sewers underneath kabukicho and then <laughs> your mage is like a homeless guy who like spits alcohol with like a lighter out of his mouth for like fire damage and i have like an idol who's like my like healer who does like dances to like heal your party and stuff like it's pretty it's pretty funny so extremely realistic yeah yeah, yeah basically yeah, yeah it's it's exactly how you would imagine like uh, Yakuza game if they did an RPG to be. <laughs> That's dope. Yeah, I saw like some videos of it. I was like, man, this shit looks crazy. Yeah, dude. I, I don't, I like, I think because I've just had so much time to play games, commit into like a 60, 80 hour game like that. There's just so much right now that I right, maybe right. wouldn't, wouldn't have played it. But because I got so much time and I'm, I'm still trying to get that PS5, it's like impossible for me right now. But really? I was like, yeah, dude, I'm, I, I think like, 40, even 50, in Japan, even in Japan, man, the the like Chusen like lottery, like I've applied for like um, my wife too for like forty fifty. We've lost like everyone. Fuck. Yeah, I I know there was like issues last year, but I thought they would have straightened that out by now. 
Yeah, no, man, it's still still really, really hard to, to, to buy them. Like, they sell out within the first, like, 10 seconds on Amazon or, like, Rakuten or wherever, but... That's crazy. Yeah. But have you, you been playing any games recently, or...? I was playing some games, but I I I don't play real games. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing like um what the fuck was I playing? There's this old game called uh fuck, what's the name of that game? Rogue Legacy, I think is the name. Okay. Yeah, I was playing that and I was playing like this um Yo, do you remember this game for uh, Game Boy Advance called Advance Wars? Oh yeah, hell yeah, I remember that game. Yeah, yeah, there's like there's like a spiritual successor to it, so I was playing that for a little bit. Nice. And uh, I was playing something else, but I can't remember now. Yeah, I was like playing, and I was playing like this game on my phone, this like South Park game. I was just like. Uh, I, I still can't commit to like a 60, 80 hour thing, even though yeah, yeah, yeah. I have nothing but time. <laughs> Dude, it, it, it's hard, man. Like, I feel all I've done is commit to these games recently. Like, I, I, I beat the Persona 5 uh, oh, wow. Strikers. Uh, Persona 5 Strikers was pretty long, not as long as Royale. Royale took me like 160 hours. Jesus Christ. Yeah, super long. And then um, I put like 100 hours into Hollow Knight uh probably more actually uh but yeah I, every time I, I play a game i'm like you know I'll, I'll try and beat it in a reasonable time and it won't, won't take up too much time but then i have to just do everything like i can't just play the game like i need like all the trophies like all the side quests yeah that, that that'll get me sometimes i have to <laughs> stop being so obsessive and like let's let's just have fun let's play and have fun yeah yeah, yeah exactly and what uh, old comic books are you reading? Man, so I wasn't going to like comic book stores uh, for like a year. So I started to use the uh, Marvel subscription service, the uh, Marvel Unlimited. Yeah, right. So like I, I managed to stay up to date. I think it's three months behind. So I was reading all like the new stuff, all the new like X-Men stuff, the uh after powers of x and stuff it was the swords of 10 swords of x event yeah, so yeah. it was pretty good and yeah and i i'm enjoying some of them like uh the hellions stuff's good the x-force new stuff's good uh all spider-man stuff juggernaut been pretty good and then there was a bunch of stuff that i just never got around to reading like uh a lot of the earlier like hickman runs uh, like I'd the, never read before. Uh, Final Fantasy, The Avengers. Yeah, I'd never, I'd never fully like read everything from that. So I went mm. back through that. Uh, I was going. I'd never read Daredevil like ever, and right. you know, I, just having some time, I was like, oh, maybe this is a good time to like go and read a classic run. So I read some like classic uh, Daredevil runs that were pretty good, and then the uh, Chip. Sadarsky one from 2015 that he started. I think that's still going now, but that's really good too. Um, that's Daredevil. Yeah, Daredevil. Uh, I think what else, man? I, I I went back and read some like Batman that I just never read either. I'd never read the the longest Halloween. Right. Yeah. So good. Yeah, so good. Those are fucking classic. The yeah. The sequel's not as good, but yeah, that one's fucking amazing. 
Yeah, man, for sure. Um, so yeah, it's pretty good. I, I yeah, and I started to use the uh, Amazon Prime in Japan. Is will give you like a bunch of stuff unlimited to read through like uh, the Kindle app. Oh, really? Yeah, and there's a bunch of like DC stuff on there, even like like on DC stuff too. A bunch of indie comics, and it's pretty up to date. And you can just read as many as you want, and it's all in English. And I had no idea they had that in Japan. Um, but yeah, that's been a pretty good way to read comics recently. Yo, those um, yo, I get so excited when people say they're reading Hickman for the first time, like. <laughs> Avengers, uh, Fantastic Four, uh, Shield, yeah, 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 all of that shit is just like, oh my god, it's like it's so good, man. Best. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, I, I loved his like his FF run was amazing. I read that when it came out because it was still one of my favorite events ever. Was uh the 2015 uh Secret Wars? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the build-up to that is just immense. It's but I never read. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 did, I never read the um, the start of his run for Avengers. I kind of like jumped in just before that event like started. So it's right. super cool reading all these like other like tie-ins. Like it, they really teased that event for for years. Yeah, like when you, it's, I, I, I don't know. I guess it's hard to analyze you know in hindsight but i don't know spoiler alert if anybody's listening like when you read that they encounter those like uh you know those different groups that they encounter and then however many issues later you discover the relationships and the origins of those things just like oh my god this shit is so dense and he foreshadowed and wove so many things together it's nuts yeah exactly man exactly i think that that's what got me so excited about him doing this current x-men run too was yeah exactly i don't think i'd read any hickman stuff since secret wars i think i guess once that finished um i was just super excited because he basically just took the x-men back to zero right like a whole new idea a whole new thing and like yeah he can just go anywhere even now like he's probably had some plan that he's storyline that he's been working on that's not even begun yet i mean they're like even in the current you know uh series that are running now and i'm i'm reading those two uh x factor hellions you know the x-men and uh x-force like yeah i'm uh keeping up with those and the different individual series have some big ideas sprinkled in them and that's Hmm. not even you know considering the beginning of it like the dawn of x and the powers of x i think it was called like the humongous ideas that he introduced in there that haven't really been brought back up yet it's just like so much yeah yeah exactly the uh the 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 intros that he did for it, the the idea of how they got to where they are in Krakoa with the resetting of time yes, and, and yes. The, the failed attempts was just so, so good. I'm surprised, you know, they've not really touched upon that since, I don't think. No, they like Moira has been seen like once, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, 
It's so good. I'm like, I'm ready to read that for like the rest of my life, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, definitely. I, I, I'm just excited for like, eventually there's going to be some super massive event. Yeah. Um, for this and hopefully on the scale of, you know, some of the other stuff that Hickman's done. I'm super excited for it. How's um Spider-Man and Daredevil? Because I'm pretty much only reading X-Men right now. Spider-Man's really, really good. So um, Nick Spencer's been doing Spider-Man for the past two years. And he hinted at a new uh, villain, I think it was two years ago, called Kindred. And it's been a two-year buildup. And that is kind of all just kind of paying off now in probably the darkest Spider-Man I've ever read. Oh, okay. It's more really than dark. the fucking uh, man. I forgot what those people were called, but the the Spider Universe guys, yeah, the vampire yeah, energy guys, yeah. The it's yeah, it's Morlin and the uh, right. He, he's actually he makes like a little. He's in a few uh, issues from the current event, but yeah, it's really it's really dark, man. Uh, you can't really say anything without spoiling the entire thing, but the the main villain has the power to to resurrect the dead almost he the sin eater comes back too but there's a whole issue where he's just killing like peter parker with like a brick just over and over again killing him and then bringing him back to life and then doing the same again it's so Hmm. super super dark um to pay for past sins but it seems like i don't know yet because i'm not i'm a i'm a tiny bit behind through reading like digitally but it seems they're trying they're trying to retcon uh, one more day, a brand new day. Finally, seems. yeah, <laughs> finally, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's it's pretty exciting right now, I guess, to like read Spider Man that and uh, Venom's uh, the big crossover event right now, the King in Black. Oh man, that thing is. I don't I don't know how I feel about that, honestly. Yeah, I I don't I don't know either. To be honest, <laughs> like, <laughs> like they they made it so so big like he was such a threat yeah and he he is powerful but i i don't know the execution's a little off for me yeah yeah i think so too i really liked the the, i think it was the first issue like they've hyped this up for years right where like god is coming god is coming and they uh he null arrives on earth and captain america sends out the uh century i think it was yeah and did you see this? Did you read this like first issue where essentially like it's like, look, you can't. I'm, I'm, I'm about to destroy you right now, and then Null just rips this dude in like half. Yes, yeah, yeah. I thought that was a pretty exciting way to start, but then it, it quickly kind of like it's too much, kind of. Yeah, yeah, it's too much. It, it this I don't know, man. Like when they, there's just too much. Like end I of feel the like world. <laughs> yeah, like there's there's so many events where the bad guy takes over a lot of the good guys and they kind of transfer like there have been so many of those recently i feel like yeah 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 exactly so many of them yeah they're just a it's a bit predictable and yeah just the amount of them i think as well these these the, the giant crossover events just seem to happen like too often it kind of yeah, exactly it it takes away the impact when it's just like you know oh no all like half the planet's been turned into like symbiotes or spiders or whatever the the <laughs> case is but you just know it's going to be like fine like, there's no like there's no real threat yeah yeah there's 
you know, they try to sell these big events by like, oh, consequences and repercussions. <laughs> this hero yeah, yeah. has a new name and his daughter <laughs> took his old name. And it's like, and then, you know, after the next big event, it just reset back and everybody has their original name again. Yeah, 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 exactly. I, I, I'm kind of waiting right now for for X Men for uh, the like Captain Britain corpse because Betty Braddock was uh, Captain Britain, right? And then that's been kind of a lot of reshuffling around with that stuff. But I'm wondering if they're just going to reset that back to normal again. Yeah, like I I never read a lot of you know old Captain Britain stuff or like Excalibur or you know all that. Yeah. more magic centered stuff so yeah, yeah, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not super familiar with the lore but yeah I, but I, I give Hickman a lot of credit like I'll give him a lot of rope so hopefully they'll do something different with it yeah, yeah for sure man yo comic talk is good I haven't talked about comics in a long time <laughs> yeah I remember uh, like a while back like a uh, like the mega was like, yo, submerses into comics. I was like, oh shit, another comic <laughs> in the house. <laughs> yeah, man. It's uh, I don't even back home. I don't really have too many friends that read uh comics. So spending months just like you know reading by myself and having all like theories, and then you speak to someone who also reads comics. It's super surreal when they know like <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, like. Uh... Like besides Mega, like hearing you say like Swords of X, I was like, uh, one of us, one of us. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I love that. Even man, it was it was so fun reading that. Yeah, 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 definitely, man. It's uh, it's pretty cool. I'm sad they've not done uh, it, it's been a while for Comic Con in uh, Japan in Tokyo. Uh, yeah, what is it, Comicet? Uh yeah, com uh no no the uh they do like an actual comic comic con now for like Western comics. And oh, it's really? all yeah, it's all like Marvel DC uh like indie comics and stuff. Uh but I think it, it started in Japan as like the actual official Comic Con, but in Tokyo like about five, six years ago and it was tiny, there was like nobody there. I went to the, the last one before Corona and it was huge. It was in uh Makuhari I think the giant uh, space that they rent out for conventions and concerts and stuff. And it was huge. There was tons of people there. Tons of, they had a bunch of actors from like Marvel films and sci-fi TV shows, tons of cosplay and stuff. It was, it was pretty good. There was some, some good artists there. There's a few artists that work, Japanese artists that work for DC and Marvel, uh, that were there and then a couple of people that just live here like i don't know like inker's color is like those two uh the two ladies from saitama Hiro who do like they're doing like uh what's the the really young superhero group yeah. uh champion the, the champions and stuff hmm. yeah but they're really good they're honestly like, really cool um yeah, so it seems like, yeah, there's definitely, like, a scene, I think, or a small, you know, 
people here seem to really love I, maybe because of the movies and stuff as well and just the whole superhero boom has given more people interest in in comics in yeah. general yeah i think the movies are helping a lot yeah definitely man i i i went i went to the last uh the last comic-con in my full uh spider-man costume yeah and <laughs> yeah man, i do i loved i love dressing up as spider-man and I got pretty excited again for the next time it's on, but I put so much weight on Jor in this like uh, lockdown Corona thing that I don't think I can really get away with wearing a spider suit anymore. So <laughs> I think I got to change my game plan up for, for the next Comic-Con. Just have to go as Thor. Yeah, dude, that's that's my only option right now. <laughs> yeah, man, it has been. When, when was the last Comic-Con that you went to? Man, it must have been... 2019 i guess man it's so crazy how like how much time is just like kind of just gone like unaccessible yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like if it didn't happen you know before march 2020 it's like almost it didn't happen that year pretty much yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly everything that that did happen after then is just in this weird like period of i don't know i think for a lot of like musicians and stuff too a lot of people didn't really want to release music i guess during that time because they couldn't really play shows or promote it so well right. so people just kept putting things off to the point when it was like we can't really put this off no more then they just release it and then it's kind of sad because you know there would have been like more live shows and stuff from a bunch of these artists but yeah absolutely yeah there's just nothing anyone can really do about it so it's fine it's uh, yeah i'm excited for like you know when things get back to normal the, the stuff that people have been working on hopefully they've been you know storing up and everyone's going to be like super energized to like tour and play shows and uh have you been in the lab dude i've been working on bits uh i released like a little single thing fan camp a couple weeks ago and then uh i did just a jungle ep uh that i released the end of last year oh really um yeah i don't know where it is about being locked in but rather than making stuff for like at home and to chill i've been feeling like i want to make stuff for for the club so i was <laughs> i was making a lot of like r&b kind of style jungle music and stuff that gets me pumped up for when i do start to play shows again so yeah i think right now i'm just trying to get everything everything ready because i'm hoping that when things do go back to normal the clubs are just going to want to book people constantly and yeah it should get be everything rolling so insane. i want to make sure i've got yeah dude i want to make sure i've got like an arsenal of stuff like ready to, to just play shows with what's um have you been online like performing uh like streaming events man i i did one uh for uh sulfa in nakamegaro when i think it was like the middle of last year they did one uh yeah they did one big stream for a few days that's the only thing i've played like i love people i've seen are doing like twitch streams or like playing mm -hmm. from the empty club 
but as a live stream but yeah i've not apart from the one i've not uh played any others i think it, it's, it's pretty cool though it's pretty nice watching uh from the comfort of your own home <laughs> word yeah it's been a it's been neat to see that side develop and you know maybe people will be able to take advantage of all of those things even after things mostly go back to normal yeah sure exactly i think the boom of like uh live artists and uh streaming on twitch and places for a bunch of people has been really cool um i really liked watching knowledge's streams um where he would you could just send beats and he would just play the beats so everyone was just in a giant collective chat room basically where say what like, uh knowledge was doing these like streams where he, if you sent him a beat he would play it on his twitch stream so it was just like a giant chat room where like everyone was just listening to each other's music oh that's crazy yeah i thought that was a super cool idea that's really dope yeah man some people have been uh really innovating and doing some cool things yeah, man. How about you? Do you? Have you been watching anyone in particular or like any streams or live shows? Not really. Um, you you know, uh, you know, Neil Armstrong, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I watched a couple of his streams early on. Um, but I don't know, man. Like I, I get really bad FOMO sometimes. So even just like the the suggestion of a memory of a good time will like fuck me up sometimes and I gotta like go back. Right, 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 right. Uh like uh you know, for a while Speakeasy was doing some online events and like those were fun, you know, to be in for like an hour or so, but then I was just too like, oh man, I miss Speakeasy to like really <laughs> enjoy it yeah, yeah, yeah uh yeah um what i have been watching though are those uh verses the like swizz beat timbaland joints where they put two artists together oh well, i don't i don't know about this i don't think yeah so like uh originally i guess they started off with like producers and they were uh-huh. just like playing their beats against each other, like going head to head. My best 20 against your best 20. Okay. Just like a, just like a classic beat battle. Pretty much. Yeah. But then it like expanded into like songwriters and then they started getting like actual artists. Like recently, uh, Raekwon and Ghostface did it. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Like, at, you know, at the beginning, it was not limited uh, technologically, but, you know, they were using Instagram Live. So, you know, it's like split screen and yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to hear the music coming out of a speaker into the phone microphone. So the quality wasn't super great, but they've, right, right. they've like really stepped up to production. So they've got the two people in the same room now and they're kind of performing their songs and it's like it's more of a celebration of their careers than like a battle against each other sure yeah yeah, yeah. that that sounds cool man i i, I got to check that out 
Yeah, there's some good ones. Uh, DMX did one with Snoop Dogg, which, you know, is good to have for now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> honestly, uh, the, like, most consistent thing, like, media that I've been consuming during this whole pandemic has been uh, professional wrestling. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why it's like, it's like my comfort blanket for some reason. How, how is things now with, with pro wrestling? Like, is it, are they still able to do events and? Uh, right now they don't do many, uh, events in front of crowds. Um, right. There's this company in America. It's kind of a newer company. They've got their own, well, the owner of that company also owns uh, a football team, an American football team. Mm-hmm. So they have a stadium. So they've been performing in that stadium. And it's open air, so they can have some p- people in the crowd sometimes, like a, a certain oh, nice. amount of people. Yeah. And uh, other than that, a lot of places don't, in America, a lot of places don't have crowds, even like wwe they just yeah man they just did a big show like they did wrestlemania in a stadium so they had people there but yeah they've gone back to oh they've they've got like these screens around the ring and you know people log in and you can see yourself watching the wrestlers okay yeah yeah. that's a cool idea man i i I really like uh i watch a lot of basketball and I, i really like the uh ncaa so watching march madness this year they had all the like students from the schools as like on big like cardboard cutouts in the stands so Mm. it looked kind of weird so there was like a few real people mixed in but then most (laughs) of it is like cardboard people so it looks yeah it looks kind of weird but super uncanny valley yeah yeah exactly it's uh yeah sports is weird it's like a i feel like it's a good time to like stay home and watch sports but it's also the worst time to watch it because the atmosphere is just not there right now yeah yeah and it makes me realize how much of a difference it really makes yeah like um like at the beginning of all this like for me like sometimes like with wrestling for instance like i can do without having the crowd there because they're kind of uh distracting sometimes Mm. you know what i mean they're they're chanting like weird stuff or i don't know they're being like i don't know kind of racist or just dumb sometimes Mm. and you know i thought maybe for some athletes they might uh uh, appreciate not having you know a lot of hecklers or whatever in, like sure, an audience yeah. around but yeah it it really seems like there are certain players or there's a type of player who really feeds off of that energy and the game is different when the crowd isn't there yeah yeah definitely i think that the home and like away game advantage seems like it's a real thing i always thought you know surely it doesn't make too much of a difference but Mm -hmm. i think it really does man i think i think for like younger kids too i think with like college basketball it's it's so nice and 
to be on the biggest stage they've ever been on and their their friends are there the school their fellow like alumni are there like the school bands there like it just adds to like everything the, the excitement and when it's just kind of dead silent or this fake mm-hmm. background crowd noise mm-hmm. like i'm sure they can focus but yeah it just it makes it seem less professional <laughs> i don't know where it is but yeah I mean, I guess it's the same even with like music performance. Like watching yeah, yeah, a yeah, DJ yeah. set is like a totally different vibe from you know being there in the crowd. Even like yeah, watching a recording of a live performance, like even if it's like an old performance, just a DJ you know rocking a set at a club before mm. is completely different than watching a stream now with like just the dj there playing the music it's like yeah yeah exactly i think like with no crowd as well they've got nobody to kind of like to to feel the vibe exactly like where are they gonna go next like where um, are they gonna get more like change the bpm or go faster or get more hype or smooth it out a little bit there's no one to really react from so yeah that's a I was like gonna do a little streaming but like uh, I was hesitating you know because of those things and setup issues and all kinds of things like that yeah man there's uh, there's a lot that, that seems to go into it like it, it definitely crossed my mind a few times about trying to just maybe stream video games but I don't know if yeah, I, don't, some I, don't, I don't think oh my bad sorry man I, I was just gonna say I don't think I can be entertaining enough for people <laughs> right, to right. want to listen to me just play games yeah some people are just like yeah they're really entertaining and good at engaging with the the people who are watching and uh some people's production and presentation is just fucking you know mint like can't compete with it really sure yeah, yeah exactly uh i may try a little something something though but i'm not sure oh man it's so weird like even sometimes these days i feel like i don't have enough time to do everything that i want to do yeah 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 Yeah, i feel that um uh go ahead i i think like when you have so much time time tends to speed up weirdly and then yeah you think with all this extra time you can get so much more done but you, you really can't i think for me the days when you know i i don't have a super busy schedule i'll just try and work on music and before i've even finished a beat it's like 6 p.m and like weird. where did the entire day go like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's weird like i i spent some like throughout this thing there's been so many days where i did nothing and it felt like the slowest day possible. <laughs> and then when I try to be productive, yeah, it's like, what the fuck? The sun is down. Uh, what do you, uh, do, you, do you think the, uh, do you think the Olympics is going to happen in Japan? I, I'm not sure, man. Like, if you would have asked me a couple weeks ago, I would have said, yeah, I think they're just going to, you know, come on through that thing. But yeah, 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 recently it's looking like they're getting 
a little bit of cold feet about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. The the the, the numbers, you know, it seems that every time they they make people follow the rules and stay at home, everything gets better. Then the second they drop it, it just goes worse again. Mm. And yeah, man, I <laughs> I have no idea. It's it's scary to think that you know they might try and push and and get all these people to come over. Yeah, and for everyone's safety. And it's like you said, like um, for sports, it's gonna be such a different vibe to have the Olympics without like crowds, really. And then you yeah, know, yeah. no foreign spectators are allowed to come. It's like not really the Olympics. Yeah, exactly. Like, how interesting is it to watch a guy throw a clay disc in an empty arena? Like, <laughs> we're gonna find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I felt really bad for the athletes, like you know, who missed their chance last year, and if things don't work out, you know, fuck, man, all that training and like working your whole life towards you know this opportunity that only comes every four years and just a weird yes yeah. uh force of nature act of god like ruins your whole shit yeah exactly because i i guess you there's only like a, a window of like time when you're a certain age too right where you can be at like peak performance exactly. i guess exactly yeah yeah it sucks yeah definitely but man, I I really wanted to go to the Olympics, but fuck, it just I don't know, I don't know if anything's gonna happen really. Yeah, man, I I think I when they released the the tickets that you could apply for to potentially buy, I yeah. think I applied for like five grand worth of tickets and I didn't <laughs> get a single one. Yeah, it's nuts. Like lotteries <laughs> are yeah. Might as well try for a PlayStation Five. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what's uh what's the situation like uh back home for you i think um it's the the uk has been really bad uh but it's been getting really good the past couple of weeks since the vaccines kind of rolled out to like most people now mm -hmm. um but yeah, I think just the their situation in general was a lot more severe than I, I guess it was like the US. There was like a lot of like mandatory like lockdowns and mm, right. everything was like closed. It was basically just you are at home by yourself or with your family for like months. Um but yeah, it seems like things are getting good now, the the vaccines out there, which is cool. Um but yeah, everybody I know back home is just so eager to get out and travel and just do anything. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> so like, yeah, I, I, I get that. Yeah, I was talking to someone uh, from England uh, recently and he was like, uh, yeah, everybody's excited about PubMus, they're calling it. <laughs> really? I didn't hear about this PubMus? Yeah. <laughs> You were just ready to hit the fucking pub. 
Yeah, dude, I, I, yeah, I can, I can see that definitely. For the one, for the one week of good weather in the summer that people <laughs> get in England, I think they're pretty excited for this one particular week. <laughs> yeah, man, it's crazy how stereotypical that is, but so fucking true. Like, yeah, dude. I, I spent a summer in uh, London one time, um, and it was. It was such unnaturally good weather that when I tell people when I was there, everybody remembers. They're like, oh, yeah, that was a good summer. That was a good summer. <laughs> That's funny, man. Like, like nobody owns a barbecue because it's never consistent enough. But when there is a week of good weather, there's like a shortage of like disposable barbecues because everyone's like, we got to take advantage of this like right now. And for a week, we need to barbecue every day because after that, it's going back to normal again. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> no, man, uh, it's kind of crazy how, like, uh, like you said, the UK wasn't doing too good at the beginning and the US was a fucking disaster, like a failure. But mm. now they're like the main countries that are getting the vaccines going. It's kind of yeah, wild. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's kind of showing that it's kind of working already. So the quicker everywhere everywhere else can do that, hopefully things can get back to normal a little bit. But um, yeah, man, the, the U.S. must have been, it's just crazy though, because every time I think about, you know, England's starting to like look good, they're vaccinated a lot. The size and the population of England compared to the U.S. is so like different. Mm-hmm. The scale of, of trying to do things in the U.S. It must just be insane. Yeah, I think. And I, you know, I don't want to be like a doomer or be pessimistic, but I think the two problems like in the future, the near future that uh, we're going to have to deal with for this shit are going to be like uh vaccine hesitant people the vaccine hesitancy like just people who don't want to take the vaccine and um not enough vaccines in other parts of the world like other countries like i think i read somewhere that you know some countries might be dealing with covid until like 2023 or some crazy shit like that just because they don't have access to the vaccine sure yeah, yeah. I, I was kind of worried that you know japan was going to be in a situation where other countries start to come and visit and they're all vaccinated but nobody in japan is yet <laughs> right right yeah like yeah. uh they're just now starting to vaccinate people right like older people yeah, I think it's like, is it older people and frontline workers have just started mm. in Japan? J- Japan's initial situation kind of made me laugh that they'd ordered enough vaccines, but not enough uh, needles and syringes <laughs> for people. <laughs> <laughs> ah, don't change, Japan. Never change. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. And yo, and then, <laughs> like, uh, they kept having that fiasco with like the people on the olympic committee and it was just like old men just saying like the wildest shit just like one after the other yeah dude it, it, it they're like it, oh yeah women can be in the meeting but 
They can't talk. <laughs> dude, dude, you can't like make this up. The amount of like drama that happened with that was like a TV show within itself. Like the amount of people that have been like fired and then hired or like let go yeah, or whatever. Like they, they like fired one old dude and then hired like an older dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, it's oh, crazy. Man. What What about you? Do you think the Olympics are going to happen? Man, I I have no idea at this point. I I think like they're doing everything they can to make it happen because they'll lose out financially if it doesn't happen. But if they try to do it, and even if they do it and it's not very successful, they still get some help from the Olympic Committee. I think that's how i understood it but uh yeah man i i have no idea either way it's gonna be like full of drama and kind of entertaining to to see how it unfolds so yeah super unique situation yeah definitely i still can't get over that dude that olympic committee dude what <laughs> the, the the idea he said um yeah, some of the, the the gnarly stuff he said that, that was made public is just like, how is there people in such high places with who still think that the things they say are are, are okay or a good idea? <laughs> yeah, and they're so fucking old, man. Like, I know, right? Everybody's like... so old. They couldn't find anybody under forty. <laughs> it's crazy. It's so old. Uh, what about like other stuff, like other events, clubs and lives and things like that? When do you think all that's going to pop off again? And so I guess when they uh, when they announced the end of this last state of emergency, a bunch of clubs, I started to see flyers again and stuff online for, for events. And that was when I got my last booking to, to DJ and it was pretty busy as well so I, I figured that was the point when things were going to go back to normal but then now the numbers have shot back up see, clubs seem a bit like wary about doing that shit so quickly but I think they need to I think financially all these clubs in like Tokyo their rent's so high anyway that mm. like they really can't afford to not be doing stuff so I think they're just as eager as anyone to get you know the vaccines rolled out so that they can start doing these events again but yeah i don't know even even when in the club like now or like last week like it was quite busy but people are still quite wary of being in there and it doesn't feel fully relaxed still so mm. i think i mean i'm hoping by the end of summer things will start to hopefully be a little bit more normal again yeah, um, like none none of the like regular stuff is going right, like ninety BPM and all those joints. Yeah, the last time I played ninety BPM was the towards the end of last year when things seemed like they were going back to normal and okay again before they got bad the third time. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, it's it's been a while since I've seen any of like kind of like homies like events or beat events and stuff i think sulfur have been doing like the the occasional thing um when they can but 
man, it's uh, it's really weird actually. Like when I was in, I was in the club for an hour, and I was like, I'm kind of tired. I'm kind of ready to go home. Like, is this <laughs> what it was always like, or if I just like, <laughs> am I just not used to like being in clubs now? So it feels like hard work standing up for so long, like at late night. It's like midnight. I'm like, yeah, I should be in bed by now. <laughs> Yo, I I get I get that so much, man. Like um. Like I've I've kind of kind of gotten back to like a regular, you know, wake up in the daytime and have enough energy to get to the nighttime kind of deal. But yeah, yeah, yeah. there were like weeks or like months in the middle of this shit where, you know, I could barely be awake for like four hours. I'd just be like fucking exhausted from <laughs> from mostly doing nothing. It it was just like time didn't matter it was just like whatever i'll be awake at some point later so everything <laughs> dude that, that that's it man we were like there'd be like five days in a row where we'd be in all day every day and the only time we'd go out would be to go to like the supermarket across the street or mm -hmm. like a conveni or something and then it gets to like a saturday and you go out for the day and like i'll be walking for like an hour my body's just like destroyed and then all sunday i'm like feeling tired like i've been doing sports the day before right right my, the, the body just goes into shock that you're just like outside and like walking and doing stuff and then you need like time to recover from that <laughs> yeah it's crazy how like your body will like our bodies have pretty much adapted to normal society you know daily life and then this kind of shit happens and your body's like oh is this the new shit well let's <laughs> let's you know get this pandemic package going we're gonna sleep like every three hours we're gonna sleep <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh i don't know i'm kind of glad uh man i don't know i keep thinking things are going back to normal but i just i don't know i'm, I'm really hesitant to really commit to that idea yeah, 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 I think at this point, like, it's gotten so close so many times mm. in Japan that, like, yeah, I kind of give up even trying to trying to hope for when that might be and just just kind of roll with it now. And... Man, I really hope by the end of the year, though, things are. Yeah, I know, I know, me too. I, 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 I say I give up hoping, but really <laughs> deep down, I'm like, please be soon, please be like summer, just like. The last few months of summer would be great just to like do something like. Do you know when you're going to be able to get the vaccine? No idea. Like, I guess for, uh, I, I have no idea in Japan. They're, they're saying that it could be towards the end of this year, right? For like, uh, people under like 50 or 40. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah i don't know as soon as it's there though i'm ready like like definitely uh just give me anything at this point <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> yeah it's what man and have you uh, oh sorry go uh, ahead. sorry dude after after you man sorry. uh no what was i gonna say uh i kind of forgot what were you gonna say yeah, I was just, uh, I just remember, reminded myself real quick. I, one of the good things I think of, of staying in so much has been, uh, there's been some good TV shows recently. Mm. And uh, 
I was I was super impressed with uh, just just going back to like to, to comics with uh, WandaVision. Oh man, yeah, it's so good. Yo, they made me buy Disney Plus. Like I was like, <laughs> I was like, yo, I can't, I can't, I can't wait. I gotta like watch these as soon as they come out. I have to watch them. Yeah, 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 exactly. And like, I'm not really mad though because their their plan is like something on Disney Plus every, every Friday. Yes forever pretty much yeah and i'm totally fine with that it's pretty dope like i'm so invested in the marvel universe now even outside of the comics maybe more like i'm so into the film like uh that's one thing i did recently like i was because i i love uh endgame like i'm obsessed with certain stretches of that movie like i'll just watch them again and again and again yeah and i was like yo i don't really remember the first avengers let me watch first avengers then i was like go i'll watch the second avengers then i was like oh captain marvel's a good movie and black panther fucking ragnar i was just like watching all of them and i was like this is great (laughs) i love i love every single one of these Yeah, dude, they're, they're they're all they're all great, and especially like when you can put them in the like context of just the one giant thing, yeah. rather than you know being kind of individual things. That they're all just so well done. It's really cool they just, what they pulled off, what they are pulling off. Yeah, they just they just can't miss. I I actually like being like a fan of comics too kind of adds this like other level to stuff where like you think you can try and predict what's going to happen and uh that kind of makes it fun although i guess it makes it annoying for other people so we watch uh i watch a lot of these shows with my wife who doesn't read comics and at the end of every episode like i always have to like open my mouth and be like yo look so this character is from (laughs) comics and then like this and then like they just keep throwing like curveballs and like none of this shit like happens so like watching like wandavision i'm like yo so this is probably the introduction to like the multiverse and like Mm. yo so this is like in the comics like uh their kids are like x-men as they're they're like uh, mutants and they're like oh right, and like right. they just keep just nah they're doing their own thing with it and i kind of like that too because maybe i like that more because it's it, it can still be quite surprising yeah there was I, I don't remember if it was wandavision or if it was uh in the the falcon and the winter soldier but they like they introduced a character that I didn't realize was like a comic book character until like after the episode finished. I was like, oh shit, that's like this character. But then the character was like kind of completely different from the comic book and it like just threw me off even more. I was like, yes, this, uh, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is the content I'm here for. Yeah, that was the, uh, the in in the show, it's Flag Smasher, right? In, in the comics, it's like a big, superpowered dude uh maybe maybe that's what it is yeah I, I think like some of them i didn't know flag smasher was like a character it's like i never really read like a lot of like 60s like captain america stuff mm. um and they'll just have one a character that doesn't really have that much of a history just in the show in some like different way in a unique way i think that's really cool yeah it's and the way they've got it now where it's like Disney Plus, so the production value is insane. It's like indistinguishable from the movies. 
Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like TV shows are like, you know, last time on WandaVision and they show clips from the TV show. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're doing that with their shows, but they're playing clips from the movies. But it's like, there's no difference. It's like, it's all just really meshes well together. It's, yeah, it's incredible. It's going to yeah, be, exactly. it's so dope. Like now, you know, as opposed to like, uh, like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., that one Marvel TV show they had. Sure, yeah. Like, now they're going to be able to take characters that they introduce on these Disney Plus TV shows and actually put them in the movies, and it's not going to be, like, weird or, like, the production value is not going to be, like, kind of shit. It's just everything's on the same plane. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, the, I, I listened to uh, the Kevin Smith's... Uh, podcast that he has and they had the guy who i can't, I can't remember his name he directed uh one division mm-hmm. and uh he said that like marvel have been doing this thing where rather than get like a bunch of different directors per episode it's like one director for the entire season and they they shoot the series as if it's just one giant movie and then they just chop it up oh. and you can totally like see that like it doesn't feel like a typical like series like you said like it feels like a marvel movie right just yeah. cut into like parts and then extended i think that's like it works so well man the, the first episode of the falcon and winter soldier was just like it just looked stupid how good it yeah, looked yeah, like, it's like yo this is like <laughs> winter soldier level good yeah 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 yo did you (laughs) yo do you do you fuck with dc at all uh yeah 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 i do i like i don't really not the movie so much Mm. uh but i i love i love uh batman and um uh sandman and a couple couple comics and stuff i read but yeah yeah, i've not really not really too deep into the movies i think i've seen quite a lot of them but a lot was you know i kind of forgot about them pretty quick did you check out the snyder cut no not yet i never even saw the like the 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 non-snyder cut the original one but i definitely am going to check it out because i'm pretty curious Mm. uh yeah what 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 do you think are you do do you follow the the dc movies i'm like so you know when i when i first got back in the comics like the the first things i read was um house of m Mm -hmm. uh kingdom come and uh what's the name of that joint uh fuck not infinity war what's that shit called infinity crisis yeah yeah yeah. and at that time i was like yo dc is fucking killing it right now these stories are insane geoff johns and it's it was mostly geoff johns i think maybe somebody else i can't remember his name but like those stories were just like amazing like i couldn't i couldn't get over like how they were using these characters and doing these things with them and to like i don't know like after so many crises and resets with the comics i kind of stopped following and then the movies are just like hella disappointing well every movie after um man of steel that Mm. isn't you know aquaman or 
uh, Shazam. Yeah. And the first Wonder Woman, I guess, is like disappointing as hell. Yeah, 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 definitely. It's like I really they, like Shazam. Shazam was really funny. Yeah, like yeah. I like the pivot they made to like you know make a fun movie. <clears throat> actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to his credit, the Snyder Cut is a big improvement on whatever came out in theaters. It's right. uh it's a lot better in my opinion, but it it takes four hours to do that. Wow. Yeah, it's it's nuts. Man, I uh, yeah, I I, I really want to get more into the DC in general, but it's quite like daunting how big and complex like everything is when you don't fully know. Uh, yeah, everything that's going on, man. Like I I started with the the was it the New Fifty Two when they did the New Fifty Two because I really liked. Uh, Scott Schneider, and one of my favorite Batman stories is the the Court of Owls. Uh, I have I haven't read that whole thing. Yeah, man, the the, the Court of Owls, uh, Night of Owls, and then uh, Death in the Family was just blew my mind. I was like, I, I really be missing out on probably so much good uh, DC stuff, but the lore is just so deep, and like I feel like it's almost a full time job keeping up with just Marvel. <laughs> yeah, like um. Some writers are like like Hickman are so dense uh, like uh yeah. like Morrison his yeah, yeah, yeah. his stuff is it's a little difficult to read sometimes like his Batman run and Final Crisis like it's yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah it's super dense it's so dense but I mean those are really good runs yeah, 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 for sure, man. I, I mean, I, I, when when you when you know about a particular like hero or comic, and you're quite good with the lore, like it mm-hmm. can be really rewarding to read something that's so deep and stuff that calls back to like ten years ago that you still know about. Right. But yeah, when you when you're not particularly like super in the know, I guess for for like a a series, like yeah, it can be a bit much. I think Pikmin does a really good job where like I think you could probably start reading uh, like House of X and Powers of X without much yeah X Men knowledge and still kind of really enjoy it. I think so too. Yeah, he's uh he's pretty good at starting from a base and kind of reintroducing the characters from there yeah yeah Yeah, definitely and so many characters that have come back uh you know fit in them back into this new kind of dynamic where like we like this i think it's really interesting now the way they've got like uh the summers family just like living on Mm -hmm. the moon and like everyone's there but like their history is so long and their family tree is so crazy but you know kind of yeah. brings it back to to a nice basic point reading like a comic character's wikipedia page is just like it's like futile sometimes it's like <laughs> alternate timeline and then like uh they died but then their other self came back from the dead from this universe it's like yo what the fuck yeah exactly man i'm always on uh is i think it's fandom.com yeah because yeah, uh, yeah. i sometimes i'm just like okay like I, I totally missed like a whole uh, era of X Men. I don't remember when it was X Men, but yeah, recently reading it again, I'm like, wait a minute, how is like Betty Braddock like? Uh, 
how is she kept in Britain? But then also Psylocke is just like in Hellions. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. That, that's the that's the other universe, oh, Psylocke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, I'm like, okay, I don't remember. How did that happen again? And I have to go back and then reread the biography for like both these characters. And like, oh, yeah. Like <laughs> comics were so wild back in the day. Like, <laughs> yeah, like uh, Betsy Braddock just took over this woman's body and like was Asian for like, 30, 40 years or some crazy shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like uh, <laughs> Captain Marvel, well, she's Captain Marvel now, but uh, Miss Marvel, like uh, Carol, I forgot her last name. Like Rogue just like straight up ganked her powers and like left her in a wheelchair for like a couple <laughs> decades. It's really, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the amount of history that they, they've got, but yet they somehow still all kind of remain, you know, <laughs> friends is, is hilarious but yeah man dude that the 90s is like such a fun time to go back to like i don't know where i was about the 90s but everything just had to be wild and extreme so like yes. reading any 90s comics now that i've not read before is just like what the hell were they thinking like why is it so wild and like out there and extreme and i love it when they like do a throwback to like the art style of the 90s and it's just like claws and like big ass yeah, and sharp edges yeah just buff everyone's just the yeah. most ridiculous <laughs> like size ever like fucking arms bigger than their entire bodies like. right <laughs> yeah i think another issue with the uh, dc like with the lore is um like their cosmic side plays such a big part in a lot of the big stories like mostly because of dark side and you know his connection yeah, yeah, yeah. to the new gods and all that. And I've just never really been huge on like the Jack Kirby like space stories. Like the sure, new yeah, gods. Yeah, yeah. And even in Marvel, like um the Eternals and all that stuff. Like, even though the Celestials are a dope idea, they don't really come into play a lot of the time, like during major events, unless it's just to like kind of flex a little bit. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel the same way. I was never like a huge fan of like the the giant powers and the yeah the cosmic stuff because it kind of made the stuff that I really did like seem less. Yeah, it's like important. So like yeah, yeah. It was like nothing. Like a day in the life of Pete Parker. <laughs> nothing. It, it's like <laughs> like what is that compared to like I don't know like. Gods <laughs> fighting in space. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Word. Yeah. yeah, I really like the idea of like you know certain people at Marvel having their own um, kind of like characters represented as kind of like these gods. So like, uh, I think like what was the one based on Stan Lee? Like the Celestial, the most powerful. Oh, I don't, I don't know about this. Yeah, there was like, a, there's a character that's based on Stanley that can like rewrite universes and stuff, and yeah. it's just like the celestial god. I mean, I love that. I don't really know. It's kind of, I, I kind of like it when they get close to to that kind of stuff with, say, how they did it with, um, like in Secret with, War. Uh, yeah, like how they did it with uh, Richard's uh, son, uh, Franklin, like him being like an omega level and like capable yeah, of yeah. creating like universes and stuff that's like that's probably the limit for me in terms of like yeah giant god space battles yeah like i i like the idea of like um 
what do they call them like those characters in in uh, Marvel that represent different aspects of the universe like eternity and I forget the other one's names but they're just like these huge like kind of cosmic characters like uh, the ultimate tribunal like those types yeah, uh, yeah 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 uh, I yeah. like I like the idea of those but it's so hard to like use them uh, it's better when they don't interact with you know like those care like Reed Richards or especially like Spider-Man a lot of the time yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, I, 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 I see that. Because when they do, it kind of, <laughs> yeah, it puts into perspective, like, you know, <laughs> okay, the one above all, for example, like, yeah. yeah, 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 it's just like, it's so ridiculous. It just makes everything else seem like pointless, you know, <laughs> so like. But it, it is dope, like, uh, like Hickman was able to use his Beyonders to be like, you know they're such a threat they can destroy these characters so yeah 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 definitely yeah just i don't think a lot of writers can pull that kind of thing off yeah yeah, yeah exactly but that's that's one good thing about the movies though like especially the spider-man movies like in a lot of marvel movies it's like oh if we don't stop the antagonist like the world is doomed or something like that but like in Spider-Man's movies, it's like, oh, Vulture is gonna steal some weapons. Like, it's like yeah. the scale is like a lot smaller. But I think that's dope <laughs> yeah. for like a Spider-Man movie right now. Hell yeah, yeah. I think um, it's it, it's interesting. Like the Spider-Man movies now, like the you can't help but just like think of the old ones and, and compare them. And I, I went back and rewatched all the uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Oh, wow. Uh, movies and yeah I, I feel like they're they're doing it now the way the, the right way i think they're keeping it like mm. keeping uh, peter parker young keeping his stories not you know he's not the one that's gonna go and fly into space and save the entire world by himself right right yeah, yeah like I, I really like that really street level right now yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I guess the the Raimi ones were like that too. The Raimi ones, I've forgotten so much about those movies though. That that's really cool. I, the the second Spider Man film where they're trying to take off Doctor Octopus's arms, and I'd never realized before that like it's Sam Raimi that did uh, the Evil Dead movies, and that whole scene is just like a homage to like. The, the evil dead with the, the the hand moving by itself oh, and really? like it's sh it's shot like the exact same way it's it's, it's pretty cool yeah yeah. Hmm. yeah they're they're about to get into some uh multiverse shit with all of them right in the marvel movies yeah i guess so the, the dr strange film right uh is the multiverse film i don't know what they're gonna do like there's so many theories online of people saying they're about to introduce like the fantastic four or like the x-men and mm -hmm. yeah i have no idea i i, I give up trying to predict marvel uh, yeah, movies yeah. now because i i just get it wrong every time <laughs> yeah even like uh black widow turning out to be a prequel it's just like I have no idea what Marvel is going to do. They yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's crazy that the this Marvel movies have been going on for so long. Like the first uh 
Iron Man movie was, I, I gotta Google that, I can't remember the exact, 2008. Mm. So that's how long it's been, like the MCU now, it's been, it's been going since 2008, which is crazy. Yo, it's so crazy, like, I didn't realize how invested in these movies I was until um, at the end of uh, Endgame. When, oh, yeah. <laughs> when, like, the credits finished, and then... Right. Well, the regular credits kind of finished, and then the the main Avengers credits ran, and they had, like, the scenes of them and, like, them standing in front of their signature being made. Yeah, I was yeah, just yeah. like... Oh my god, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. This is the this is the appropriate level of epicness for what they've done with this uh, whole film series. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Man, I I miss it's been so long since I've been to the movie theater to watch something that's, you know, the most talked about epic thing. I feel like Endgame was probably the last time that happened when like Word. everyone was going to movie theater and then talking about it man. i miss i miss being part of that hype feels like it's been so quiet so long yeah like yeah a lot of stuff is getting lost right now but i think we'll be able to pick everything back up yeah definitely man i i got i got faith in in uh in what marvel have been doing and what what they've done and now i really feel like watching endgame again <laughs> yeah man it's hype it's great it sounds so corny to be like Endgame is one of my favorite movies but Endgame is one of my favorite movies it is it's just so good man I I really loved on like the past two uh, New Year's online people have been syncing up the snap with (laughs) (laughs) with, like when it hits midnight that's fucking dope (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's amazing Oh, uh, yeah, that's tight. I need to work on that. <laughs> Goals. Yeah. Word, man. Well, uh, I guess we can end the convo here. Cool. Yo, appreciate your time and, uh, Dude. yeah, the conversation. No problem, man. It is, it's always nice to, to talk about, uh, comics and music and games man (laughs) yeah yeah, for sure yo uh, is there anything you want to plug or big up man right now uh just maybe yeah i i've been self-releasing stuff since this lockdown so pretty much everything is on spotify or uh submars.bandcamp uh pretty much it man uh Word. Yep. Spotify, <laughs> Bandcamp, Apple Music, all that shit. All those places, man. Add Submerse on everything. And if there's some free downloads on there uh, right now, there's I'm about to drop a vinyl record for the last release. I got a hundred copies limited that will be on my Bandcamp probably okay. in the next couple weeks. Um, for yeah a 12 inch limited for this jungle ep i did and some r&b stuff that's it that's all i got right now but yeah hopefully more stuff by the end of the year that's cool man i was uh i was banging some jungle a lot like at the end of last year nice 
it's, 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 man, when you don't listen to it for a while, it's super refreshing to come back and. Yeah, I was never, I never really like got into it, but um, I was uh, I went to um, Ultra one time in Korea, <laughs> and I saw uh, Chase and Status, <laughs> and they had this one song that I liked, and I, I randomly remembered it last year, and then I was like, oh shit, Chase and Status made a Jungle EP or like a Jungle Remix EP or something like that. Right. And around that same time, my uh, my friend, like my DJ partner, he he's really into like jungle and drum and bass. And he like uh, showed me like shy effects and some other people. And I was like, oh, yeah, this shit is this is some good. Like <laughs> yeah, man, shit. for sure. <laughs> Word. Well, appreciate it. Submerse. I, uh, no, no problem, man. I guess we'll. I don't know. We'll have to catch up again soonish, hopefully in person. Yeah, definitely, man. Uh, for sure, anytime, man. I'm, 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 I'm here in Tokyo chilling, so it's always good. Anytime is good. We're man. Well, uh, yeah. Have a good rest of the day, and yeah, catch you next time. Sounds good, man. You too. Word. All right. Peace. Cool. Take it easy, man. Peace, peace.